Developers, 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 developers. Developers, 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 developers. Yes. Hello, and welcome to the Static Void Podcast. I'm Jess Chadwick. I'm Todd Snyder. And I'm Chris Gomez. And we are your hosts. We're recording this on the evening of June 13th, 2017. In the last episode, or previously on the Static Void Podcast, uh, (laughs) we talked about all the stuff that's going to be coming in .NET Core 2.0, except we deliberately left out one crucial feature, Razor Pages. Razor Razor Pages. Razor Pages. pages. So the reason we left it out is because, uh, well because all three of us have so much to say about it that we basically determined that it deserved its own show. So here we are, Razor Pages. Tonight we're going to be talking about Razor Pages. So uh, since this is a brand new feature, though, it's it's likely that most people have not even heard of this thing yet. Like I actually, true story, I posted a question about Razor Pages to the ASP Insiders group, right? Like the group of folks that are yeah. Have been recognized as, you know, basically ASP net <laughs> fanboys right. um, and girls. And uh and I got the 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 newsletter equivalent of a blank stare. I actually got a couple of people <laughs> writing me back saying, hey, it's just MVC, man. Like that's you just you just return a view from your controller and you got a razor page, right? And so <laughs> I, I feel no. like we kind of have to set the level here and just say, okay, so this is a new new feature, right? This is not just a razor view. We're not talking about razor views in MVC. We're talking about a new feature called razor pages. So, Chris, why don't you do us the honors of actually just laying this out for us? What what is razor pages before we get into? What yeah, we think so about razor it? pages is not MVC. It's not the MVC pattern. It's a page based pattern built on top of the product called ASP.NET Core MVC. Uh, It's basically an implementation that combines the page controller and template patterns that are straight out of Martin Fowler's Patterns of Enterprise Architecture book. Uh, In Razor Pages, a, a URL is mapped directly to a file in your project, so a page, rather than than a URL being mapped or routed to a controller in your project, some C-sharp code, which then could theoretically do whatever it wanted, but quite often then goes off to display a view. Uh, In this case, we're eliminating controllers, right? Um, And you say index.cshtml, and now I go to your site, and well, index is mapped with a slash, you know, just regular old, and it, it works. Right. So I used to say default.aspx. Yeah. And I used to get the same thing. <laughs> right. Right? Like, how is this not just web forms? It's not web forms because uh, web forms does more than than just be a, a template for your HTML. In fact, I would argue that if we're all familiar with Razor Views, which is... Uh, when you write your HTML and then use some some razor markup to to do to, to provide the dynamics of a of an MVC page, that a web form isn't that at all. A web form used specific ASP.NET server controls that then magically rendered HTML out. The idea being you didn't even have to know HTML. You VB6 developers come on and start building websites because the thing you can do is you can place controls on pages 
another key aspect of web forms is it started a, a page life cycle and a postback cycle so that clicking a button would fire an event as it posted back that you captured in an on-click and then you did some stuff and maybe updated some other server controls and then the page cycle when it was generating the HTML for you updated a grid or a post or a, or a drop down or who knows what it did and it went back and view state I, and, and, yeah, oh, and then there's view state under the stuff. covers right. and MVC ASP.NET MVC whether we're talking .NET framework or, or ASP.NET core has never tried to replicate that that cycle or that or or the, or the server controls of the hidden HTML, you've ha- you have to know HTML to build razor views. So, and I, I think that is, I mean, you can probably tell by the name, it is razor pages, which means it is using the razor syntax, which is the same syntax that you've been used to using for all, for I think it's been ten years now since MVC. Actually, I think razor was introduced in uh, maybe MVC two or something, probably about two thousand nine or so. Yeah. So yeah, almost Something 10 that. years, eight, eight, eight-ish years. Um, that, so you, you've been used to using the Razor syntax in your MVC applications. And so now you're using that same exact syntax. There's nothing changed. There's some new things in there slightly. There's some new uh, keywords that yeah. Razor pages added that, that are pages specific, Razor pages specific. But other than that, it is just Razor. Right, but to cut to the core... You could file a new project. You could create one razor page, index.cshtml. You could put some HTML in there and then and then drop into razor syntax in there and do some dynamic thing. And F5, you're ready to go. You're done. So you, you missed one step. So file new empty web.net core project and then add in your startup, add the lines use mvc right and add mvc to the to the to the dependency injection framework and your services right right but so you know and so you're adding mvc you're adding the mvc framework to to basically make this an mvc application and along with that at least in 2.0 comes the razor pages library it also comes yeah. all of the MVC stuff. So if you were to add a controller and views, just like you're, you're used to an MVC, that will also work all in the same project. So you can in mix that and regard, match too, right? Right. Yeah. Razor Pages is MVC, but it's not. Razor Pages <laughs> is built on top of MVC. Yeah. The worst thing about this is how MVC is the name of a product. It's also the name of the pattern. <laughs> and the pattern. Yeah, right. right. It, which it is not the MVC pattern per se. I know. It's a different pattern. I know. <laughs> front controller it's, pattern. I so. mean, I get that ASP.NET wants to distance itself from the implementation of your site, the pattern you might use to implement either a web API, uh, a server-side website, MVC, or using this web pages model. I get that. But it's it's almost unfortunate that MVC is a product name as well as a pattern. Yeah, yeah. So can we we kind of talked a little bit about is this web forms right the the elephant in the room, and it's certainly not web forms, but I think in many ways when you look at the code, it feels like they're trying to make it easier to do things that web forms was kind of better at doing. Right, I just want a simple contact form. I didn't want to have a bunch of files, different things. I just want something very simple. And when you look at this stuff, it feels like it's trying to do the same thing. So it actually feels more like the MVP pattern. 
particularly when we talk, we dive into the details of how you can do different things with, with Razor pages. Model view presenter. Model view presenter, yes. It is exactly how you would build a model view presenter pattern or implement it. Right. From a physical so, standpoint, which, which it's is, one file. Yeah. That's yeah, just, which it, but that's just a physical mapping, mapping though. Presenter. Right. And then, yes, you could, um, you could, right. It's just that, which is, you know, it's just a mapping though. Like when you think back to the, the early days of all this stuff, we would literally put a page in our web servers called index.html or default.aspx. Yeah. And this is <laughs> sort of hearkening back to that. To a degree. To, to right? some respect, in some so, respect, sure. The, the funny thing is the first time I looked at this stuff, I'm going, hmm. I don't use Razor anymore. <laughs> I'm building single page well, apps. Right. So sure. how how relevant is this to me? I think we talked about so, that a little I, last time too, is that you could use ASP.NET Core MVC, the product, to just build yeah. JSON based based web APIs and that is all you do in .NET land and then go off and build a single page app using a framework. Yeah. So I could see a use case for this specific thing, having your index page as this Razor page, but that's the only real server-side HTML you're generating, or you may even have any server-side HTML. It's just an endpoint, just a way to get you hooked into the system. And then you have your, your web APIs and other stuff that you normally do. Would you consider saying, like, my 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 pages that are 99% static, and, and we'll, I'll be a little generic here, the about page, the contact page, the index page, like, I, I might use this for that, but when it's time to get into what is an application, I'm going to my spa framework. I think when you get to something that is static, the answer becomes a little bit clearer, right? Sure. It's like, it's very difficult to return. If I literally just added a, a .html file, a literally a static HTML file to my site, which I don't want to do that because I want to take advantage of layout and stuff, which is going to have some dynamic stuff. Or security right? or yeah, some yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But even if I could, it's still a little bit difficult to do that in MVC, right? Unless I am literally pointing to that like hard-coded location of HTML, I, I still got to go through the create an action in my controller to return the, the contents of that HTML file if I want to control the URL or whatever, right? And so even, and generally I'm not even going to do that. I'm not going to create a static HTML. Literally, I'm going to create the CSHTML where maybe my actual page, my view has effectively static content, meaning nothing dynamic, not really using Razor, but it's living inside of that more dynamic layout and the, yeah. that, that the rest of the site is. So yeah, and so we have plenty of those things. And I think that's the obvious place where this really fits in well, especially or assuming which literally as I'm saying it now, I haven't actually tried this, but if I could mix and match and share that layout between my MVC views, my M my MVC, my model view controllers, right? The views that are returned from a controller action and my razor pages, that's pretty intriguing, right? It's, it's a consistent, uh, it's a consistent experience. Um, but the, the, the question comes you start questioning that that approach or it becomes a little bit more gray the more and more logic that you add to those pages so a, a good example is okay what about um a read-only page it is dynamic our our the 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 uh, website for this podcast right yep we have one basically one page which is the list the the summary of all of the shows and then another page two pages it's literally the the entire site right is two pages. 
because our contact stuff, our about us is actually at the bottom of the, of the first page. Yes. And so we have a list of the shows and then you click on one of the shows and then you get the show page, two pages. And all there, it's completely read only. There's nothing that you can submit. There's not a form post in that site. And it's just content. It's just content and it's simple content, right? It goes and pulls from a database and displays that content on a screen. And it's even cached to hell because it's that simple, yeah. right? So Razor Pages feel like it's a good that's a good use case for Razor Pages. Right. But my point is that's that's not that's like that's not just logic like I'm I'm doing some ifs and ands and some conditional stuff. I'm actually now going even the next step of of, of integrating with something, calling a database. Calling some mm-hmm. service or some database and pulling data and displaying it. But then you go to the next level and actually accept data, right? Let's say that our website had a contact us page with a form that has your email address and a, a just a, a, a box that, you know, you can type in contents, uh, yeah, type in your comments and send it to us. And the result of that is, I don't know, calls an email service. Right, very simple, straightforward. But again, another integration. This time, we're actually accepting input from a user, presumably validating that input, and you know, adding more logic. I think all of these are the the intended target for the for Razor Pages as a feature. Uh, do you agree with that statement that they're the intended target? I intended, I look at it as, intended. As a Not that model. they're a good target or a good yeah, place, yeah. but the intended. I look at these are two different programming models, right? You have the pure MVC pattern approach. You had, you have, well, I'm going to call it page controller because that to me is a better description of it. The page controller approach. They're just different options. You got to decide what makes sense. The question becomes is, is this, this a razor view approach or razor page approach? Is this people going to start using this in an incorrect way? Yeah. Or they're going to go down a path and all of a sudden, Instead of then switching it to a pure controller, now they're they're kind of married to this, and then they're kind of forcing stuff in they should. Right. So you read the docs. You read the docs. There's there's right now as of this recording because this is like a brand new framework. There's literally one page in the docs, and I'm, I'm sure that is going to get blown out. Obviously, that has to. But right now, you go down to the the comments in the docs, and the first handful of comments are literally burn it with fire. Oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> this is going to make people put their, their logic in the view and, you know, dogs and cats getting together and, and everything yeah. is going yeah, right. to go to hell, right? And so I have, I have always made the statement that frameworks don't make bad code. They don't make developers write bad code, right? Or, and in vice versa, you can take a framework that encourages a good pattern like MVC, like ASP.NET MVC, implementing the MVC pattern, and developers can still write really bad code in it, right? right. So you right. can have bad code in a great framework and, and good code in a bad framework either way. My yeah. take on this is that I feel like this approach encourages you to put logic in the view. And basically to my question earlier is you have these kind of increasing levels of logic that just kind of sneak in. And like, what about Mm -hmm. this? Okay, well, I'm going to get it. Let's all, let's just assume it is okay for us to go and grab data from a database and render it. Let's assume that we all agree on that is is fine. And let's go to the next step and just do that little simple contact form. But it's a simple contact form. And then we go to the next step. (laughs) And now we start editing customers and clients. And then we go to the next step, right? And like, where do you stop? And where do you split that logic out and it's just mm-hmm. it creeps up and all of a sudden you're in, you've dug yourself into a hole and so here's, you don't here's, even know here's how here's you got that. MVC, ASP MVC doesn't necessarily save you from doing that, right? 
a lot of people under their controllers oh, yeah. doing all that same stuff they shouldn't necessarily be doing right. a controller. The great majority well, of people, I think, use a controller as a page, as a page behind, a code behind page from web forms. Yes, yes. So yes, I do not disagree with that. I, but at that least, doesn't make it right. I'd rather I'm just have saying, it in the I controller think than do. in the view. And I think we could go to any other platform. It doesn't even have to be ASP.NET or even Microsoft based. We could go look at this. At what most people do in like Java Spring, and I'll bet you we're going to find the logic right there in the controller. Yeah. <laughs> So we should probably talk a little bit about the approaches, right? Because there are two approaches to doing things. We have this at function stuff, which is basically I just start adding methods in directly into my page, my razor page. But then you also have the page model, right? Which can be a separate class. It right? is. A, it is a separate class. Yeah. It is okay. So it can be, <clears throat> I've I've seen some examples where they kind of were doing it inside the page too. Yeah. Um. Right. So. So, isn't the page model? even though it's incorrectly named, the same thing as a controller. It's a separate class. It is. Yes, and so it right. gets better than web forms, right? That's the one up on web forms. One of the biggest problems with web forms was that it, it inherently was very, very difficult to test, right? So you like you had to take patterns like the MVP pattern to create a completely yeah. separate presenter object that was testable and that wasn't the the view or the code behind that ASPX gave you. It was a yet another class that you had to introduce, right? So it wasn't you couldn't just use web forms out of the box, so to speak. You had to actually apply another pattern onto it, which is when I when I call ASP.NET MVC as one of the the good frameworks that kind of encourages you in the right direction. It encourages you to put your logic in the controller and keep your views simple. To your point, yeah. I completely agree with you. Yes, you can put all of your application logic in the controller, which is a bad thing, but I'd rather it be there and testable than in a view or in a web forms code behind page that you can't just create a new instance of and yeah. start testing it. So with the page model approach, we're kind of in, in between, right? Aren't we kind of getting the same thing as we would in a controller? It's a separate class from the view. Right. And so that's the response. If you in the docs and pretty much anywhere else that I've seen this too, that's the response is, well, if you have a lot of logic in your view, meaning in your razor page, put it in the page model, put it in the quote code behind. I think they're actually calling it that they meaning I'm not sure Microsoft is referring to that, but that's kind of what the community is already. The, referring the docs to. kind of allude yeah, to, they, to this they're not the afraid solution. to call it code behind because it is code yeah. behind. It's just yeah, not. It's, it's kind of a. It's not the web forms code behind file, right? It's not no, the because I have you could all this theoretically stuff. create a testable page model in this in this project in this framework. You could create a fairly unit testable page model, and it was really hard to unit test code behind. Yes, and I did that. Yes. So the page this this the Razor Pages base class that you have to derive from. Actually, I'm not sure if you have to, but that the docs say that you derive from. I've I've done that. You just create a new instance of it, and you start calling methods on it, and it works. I, I've validated that 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 works. Of course, it does. Yeah. So the problem I have with all this, though, really is, so now we have kind of three different ways, right? We have the FEC way, right? Create a controller, do what I want to do, return my view, and then I'm off to the Razor page. Then with Razor pages, I have two options. I can kind of use at functions and do whatever the hell I want in there, or now I can use page model. So the question now becomes is, why do I need three? Oh, but it's all one framework. It's all .NET Core. It's well, it's all, all MVC. MVC, I think, is... Because, see, .NET Core supports well, other frameworks, right? Like, you could use Nancy. 
So, yes. so this sure, is MVC. This is MVC. It's all MVC. Yeah. But it's not. Right? I don't like, think it is. I don't. In fact, I really am not, it's not. happy. As time goes by, it's, it's, I'm happy with the technical unification of MVC, Web API, blah, 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 from a technical standpoint. But from a product naming standpoint, this stinks. Well, I, I think they should have dropped the MVC name. It just doesn't make sense. You don't call WPF WVM. <laughs> it should just be called. Yeah, product. I mean, oh, yeah, Zebra, no, but even Razor Pages is is so. You know, Pages. You can't get a more generic name. Razor has already used right. It's it right, is yes. the, the well, view engine, and so you the, look at these stuff. Are Razor the previous pages. incarnation of this was Web Pages, <laughs> which was so generic that I honestly believe, and I've tested this among in audiences. I have asked. Who here? Let's talk about ASP.NET. What are the what are the what are the frameworks for ASP.NET? Somebody might say Web Forms. Somebody might say MVC. Somebody might say Web API. No one ever said Web Pages. Sure. And when you ask people, how many of you know that there is a fourth way, and it's all page constrained? It's it's you you put your code right in the page. It feels very PHP like. How many people know about that? Nobody. Nobody knows. That's because it was yet another is, framework. So yeah. if they had yeah. if they had done what they did with this, with Razor Pages, and just by saying use MVC or AKA just the default template and it was and just, you just there and you could start using it, yeah. would it have been more popular? So do you think that this that the fact that this has all been stuffed in the MVC meta package, and I think I'm correct in using that terminology that way, um, is a marketing attempt? To say maybe Not people marketing will explore attempt. it because it, because you don't have to do anything you just go add new selling, page. The selling point of this is is simplicity. I want to say ease sure. of use. Yeah. You know, I guess ease of use and simplicity roughly the same thing. But the moment that you have to like go and you say file new project, new empty web project, and then go and add something else, it, it gets to be a little less easy to use yeah um so yes i i do agree with that and i do kind of like the fact that mvc is there and ready to go when you need it you know you still are in an mvc application but let's step back for a little bit because this is not mvc no razor pages is is built on top of mvc it leverages a lot of the classes concepts and functionality right. it and leverages behavior. C- cross-cutting no. concerns right like routing no no, no. Yeah, it's when you get it <laughs> if you go and look in the source code, I, I went in the github repo and i read yeah basically mo- almost all of the source code for razor pages right. like, over the past couple of days right and so what you, you see they're actually they're calling out they have very thin wrappers to things like model binding right mm-hmm. so they're not reinventing model binding it is literally the same model binding but what they're doing is they're adding a wrapper on top of it that calls the model binding that wrapper though it has very little logic still has a little bit of logic it's not literally the same so you you know you might be calling me on semantics there okay that's fine yeah, sure point being that's often those little changes those little things are often where those little bugs come into play in production right especially with a framework mm-hmm. like these things and but the bigger thing that is quite literally, at least as of this recording, and, and mind you, we're in preview, right? We're in preview two, I think soon, soon soon to be preview three coming up. So this has not come out yet. It's not released yet. And yeah, not I fully actually submitted an issue on, on the GitHub uh, site for this. There is no way 
the, 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 the authorization, the way that you lock pages down, you authorize pages is different, completely reinvented. It's, it's new. It's completely different. It's completely separate from the way that you authorize a controller or an action in, in MVC. It's a, it's a new set of, of logic. Now to your point, Chris, yes, it comes down to routing. It's the same, it's built on top of the same routing, right? And at, at, on the bottom of it, it ends up creating and adding to the, literally the same group of routing rules, right? So when you say route my MVC page or route my razor pages and route my MVC controllers, that's all in one big collection of routes. That is all one site and it's all together. It's one, literally one thing. Um, the API to do it as of now, completely new API. You got to learn it and you got to understand it. And what's worse, it's actually URL based. It's string based. Mm -hmm. You would yeah. expect as an MVC developer for years now, I expect to go to my quote controller, whether it's a page controller or not, I expect to go to that page. I expect to go to that controller and be able to see not only a route, but also something, also something like an authorized attribute. Right. I mean, that's what I'm expecting mm -hmm. to do. And that's what I tried and it just didn't work. And so if we're going to claim to be one framework, then it really has to be these same conventions and these same approaches everywhere. And so like, I'm going to get off my soapbox now because I'm sure no, I have all the confidence in the world that fine. by the time it is released, you'll be able to throw that attribute, that authorized attribute on there. And this is just, it's a preview. Are you thing. sure? You, you because I, I thought they kind of felt like they were done. <sighs> Except for no, they're squashing. not. They're actively working on it. I mean, they've got they, right. They, but you get to a stage. Right you get to a stage where you're going to release .NET Core ASP.NET Core two, and you say, "This is the, the the code is locked down. We're bug fixing now." So, yeah, what I'm sure, what, uh, what I'm, I'm relatively sure that this API that I'm talking about, which specifically is in in your startup. Uh, in your startup code, when you're configuring Razor pages, you have an options object and you say authorize folder and you give it a string path to your folder or authorize page and you give it a string path to your page. That's the API. Also the anonymous, allow anonymous for both of those, folder and page. That's, yeah. that's the API. That will make it to to release, I, I expect. I don't know why you they want, would just pull that out now. You just want some Razor looking attributes. Is that I, what you're I, saying? I'm, I'm no, saying MB, if they're MBC saying attributes. this is one framework and it's just MVC, then right. the way that we've been authorizing controller actions for the past 10 years is by throwing an authorized attribute on the controller, right? And so since the page model is effectively a controller, at least it looks a whole hell of a lot like it, and it is the page controller pattern, why can't I still do that? I really Yeah, and you know, let's be that. honest, if, if, the sim if the simplicity of this is that uh, by choice, you know, Todd talked about how you can pull functions out into a page model, but but you can also make the choice of saying everything's going into the CSHTML file. If that's what we're trying to accomplish, then you should be also be able to throw the authorize attribute on there. Yes, right. there's no that's way to point. do that on a folder. Yeah. You couldn't do it, but you could still say uh, indexes for everyone, contact is for everyone, admin is for admins, like, you, you know, why can't the if the page is going to have all this knowledge because you've decided to centralize knowledge then centralize the knowledge yep yep once once you start breaking the knowledge apart decoupling it as enterprise developers that guy can't believe i just used that term like we <laughs> we get the value of it we get the value of of 
the, of decoupling services and because that way we, we, we've all run into the problem of like, oh God, it's now brittle because everything's mushed together. But if this framework is saying some projects, maybe, maybe small number of developers, um, small footprint of what you're trying to do, just, just, you know what, you don't need all the baggage, index.cshtml, then it should all be centralized. Either do it one way or the other. So let's let's expand a bit a bit on this. And Jess, since you're a little more familiar, you can you can help me out here. So if you look at the example, it doesn't look like they're using module binding directly. In their example here, they're doing the contact form. They have a new attribute called bind property. So they okay. So let's get to that specific. There's the short answer to your question or your where you're going is no. Like I said earlier, they are literally using the same model binding logic, the same model binding service class, whatever the model binder in MVC. But me as a developer, I used to go to my controller and say like, okay, I want a model bind. I'm going to put my object yes. right here well, in my in my method. Right. This feels Eventually, different. it feels different. Eventually, it does come down to literally the same exact model binding that is MVC. Except now, for some reason, they've added this new property, bind property, or this new attribute, bind property. Right and now, it's it's another thing to learn. It's cognitive overhead. It is its own framework that now it's not just one framework anymore. It's one framework plus some more stuff that I have to learn. That aside, again, call me semantic, call me nitpicky, right? But like I'm picking on every little thing because it's not it's not the same framework. It's plus some more and that's the problem so you put it feels like they're adding overhead yes it's overhead <laughs> so you put bind property on there when you do that it works exactly as you'd expect so i will say that are you saying that that if it was going to be like mvc that contact should have been in the on post to sync uh parameter list yeah right it, and, it, and it, could, it makes it you wonder be what on... happened why couldn't they have done like i don't feel like that bind property stuff came to be because they said yeah let's do something different that feels that just so, i could be wrong we don't have we don't have the team yeah. here so but you, i feel like their, that, their that feels like here. time like we ran out of time we yeah. can't we're stuck so i, I think yeah. it's more about making it more declarative because if you look at their example here in their in their actual html piece they're binding to this they're using ASNet 4. All right, so on the listeners tags. can't look at our example right. here. So, I mean, basically, yeah, what we're, and we always swear that we're not going to talk code on this, but <laughs> we have in your Razor page, you, Todd, you mentioned you can either do this in the page or you can actually create a new class that is a page model. So, think of a class, right? And that class has properties. Those properties can be string, whatever type, right? String, even complex yeah. properties, because it's still, it's using the MVC yeah. model bindings. And then one of the, features of razor pages which we haven't even gotten into yet is a concept called handlers so a page like the web api concept a page a single endpoint a page can actually respond to different http verbs differently right it can respond to a yeah, get not put, just get post, post delete you can, you can have and it does that handle x handle y right and it does that through a, a convention of you just create a method called it starts with on the word on, right? right? And then on get, on post. I assume on delete, on I don't know. I hadn't, I didn't look to, to see if it supports them. I assume it does. Um, so there's that, right? And so in those methods, that's where you can put your logic when those things happen. So you can create that contact page, both the page that you see to present the form and the page that you use to process the form are literally the same page, the same page model, just different 
methods in that model. You got the on get or just nothing. It just renders the basic page and then the on post to handle the post. So what you said, Chris, earlier is that if this were an MVC controller, that post, that on post would have an argument that is the posted data, right? Right. So that's one way. That's cool. What Razor Pages offers is in that class, that page model class, you can define a property, a string property, a Boolean property, a whatever type property, including complex types, and use the attribute bind property on top of that thing to tell Razor Pages when this is posted back or even on a get. Right. Go and populate these things using the normal model binding it's stuff an on from the, fly the URL, model. from the query. Yes. It's yes. an on-the-fly so model because even the if page you look model at this code, is your model. there is no class. At least that's an option. So there's always a class. I mean, so that's it, what Razor gener- it Implicitly is. generated, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you Razor, as the developer, you're not seeing the class. Right. But yeah, I agree with you. There's right. an implicitly generated class, an implicitly generated model. Whereas so there's the, either way you can. Yeah. So what you're saying, Chris, you're referring to the fact that you can actually do this in the page in the yes, .cshtml. Right. Right. What yep. Todd is talking about and what I was just talking about is that you can actually you, you can you separate that out. You can have class. a .cs yeah. file which has a page which has a class that derives from the class page model. Literally, right. that is the name of the base class page model. And that offers you can one, do it either. One's either one. one's explicit. It's it's literally the same whether you do it in the page or creating a separate class you can you can do everything i just described and what you were describing yeah but i think our the point of our argument is we had one way of doing it with mvc and now we kind of have this new way of doing now there's it another way yeah Razor i mean page. the equivalent to this would be in your controller and your mvc controller rather than accepting to your point chris rather than accepting an argument to that method to that action you would you would put a property on your controller class and bind that to the request and you would go and refer to that when you had a uh, when you, when you had a, a request to an action when you're processing an action right which is just kind of weird but it makes much more sense when the page model is directly connected to the view like this is the only view you'll ever use and so of course yeah, it's more tightly coupled it's more tightly coupled that sounds like a bad term but in this case I don't know it's kind of a no, it's intended. It's, it's intended, it's, yeah. It's, it's by... I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's intended. Yeah, I mean, the reason they have to yeah. do that bind property is because if you just threw the type into on post as if you were an MVC, the code can't even compile yet. So you can't even reflect over it to figure out what you want to put into this implicitly created model. That's That's got to be how this happened. Uh, yeah, it, it feels more uh, syntactic sugar way of getting yeah. things to work. So... Uh, which is fine. It's just more about that now I have another yeah. way. I mean, I, I think will ultimately... admit that when I look at Razor Pages, um, I understand that you can create a page model as a separate file. But I, I have tended to focus very heavily on this all-in-one model because I, I really feel like that's part of the target here. I, I guess I could be wrong. Maybe it's a stepping stone as you start by putting it all in one page and then you say, oh, man, I should really pull this out. So let me ask well, this question. Thing, let me that's ask this question. The downside. This, this starts to head towards the who out. is this for. <laughs> is it for people who would even be thinking about like about a unit testable model in the first place? Like, Is that even in their vocabulary? And I'm not trying to dumb this thing down because that's what it sounds like, right? 
what what I'm saying is if you're going to go with this they're they're trying to provide a way to do a little decoupling with the page model class code behind type methodology <laughs> but there's also this put it all in one and who is that serving what well, let me who, let me who are you let me going that, for let me put that back at you let me let me rephrase that question back to you at what point in what scenario who would you be recommending this approach to? If they came to you and said, I have X scenario, your response would be, sounds like Razor Pages is a great fit. And this is, I think, was the problem with web pages is when you talked to the real world experts, and I'm not, it's not, it's not about tooting a horn or anything. Somebody comes to one of us or someone in any organization Oh, you you know this ASP.NET stuff? Hey, what should I use web pages for? And you'll be guided to MVC. That's that's not the that's not the question I'm asking. The, the question is not what's the scenario. How can I use this this the, how can I use this new technology? This new bell and whistle that I just heard of, right? That's not the question. It is the the inverse of that. It is somebody's coming to you with a problem, and this your solution is Razor Pages. What is that problem? Uh, um, I guess I, I <laughs> we're going to go back to the things that people always point out, right? Smaller websites that are maybe just some forms over data, CRUD. There's a contact form and there's a, a, a sign up button. And that's yeah. about all we do here. I mean, I, I... it's a very form formed over data type thing because i actually have two use cases i think this this falls into one is i am a single page app and i just need a very simple give me my first page out the door well that's static and having just a can't static just put with an html file yeah you can but there are certain times you need certain things like maybe you need security or some other user type things where there are times you may not want to just have a simple HTML but now doesn't page. your spa framework of choice already offer you that and now what's what always bugs me and this is a little soapboxy about something not related to this episode is typically when people say hey we're going to use ASP.NET MVC and we're going to use Angular is now you got to marry the two things right I mean I, and unless frankly, you're brilliant like Steve Sanderson with his JavaScript services which is the first time I've seen somebody possibly get this right <laughs> I'm serious <laughs> is that I look at what he's done and go that actually might work because in yeah. the past, when I've seen people try to marry it up on their own, there's leakage everywhere. You're either using the MVC authorized stuff and, or you're using the angular stuff and it never really marries. Right. And, and right. I, I mean, frankly, I'd like to stay away from the spa sure. conversation yeah. altogether right. because yeah. then it's, why do you need server side rendering? Forget about right. razor pages. Right. If, I mean, I've been asking that question about if, ASP.NET MVC for if years. If you've taken now, on right? ASP.NET yeah. core, Microsoft has clearly said you have chosen you need a server side framework. You've decided right. you want a server side framework. Right. Yes, but that doesn't mean you need it for your views. It means you just want a framework to handle requests. That's the ultimate idea of a web framework server side is to handle requests. A web requests. API. I know. That's that's yeah. all I'm using ASP.NET Core for is web API. Yeah, right, so yeah. <laughs> So again, we we want to get So who track. wants to use Razor pages and when do you use it? Right. Yeah. The other thing that comes to mind is content sites 
right? If I'm building a content site, WordPress is an example, right? And the equivalent for WordPress in the .NET world is, is Orchard. It was always very clumsy to add your own controllers to make it work. That's when all you really do is you just want to put content on the screen. Right. So this is the only place I feel like I would really use it. So is it is it basically you're saying my site lists uh, all of my favorite movies and they're in a database. So instead yeah, of me spinning up controllers and spinning up models, why can't I just make the call, get the data, render it out, and be done with it? And maybe I still do have web API controllers that handle AJAX requests and stuff, but I want to get some... I want some of the advantages of what I can get when I raise their own page. Yeah. You, it also could just be that you like the page-based model. You like the idea of this file represents a URL instead of... And, and it's funny because MVC doesn't technically give you this, but it kind of does because by convention, you, you just by naming a controller kind of and putting it in a certain folder, you get routing for free. So you're, we're already yeah. getting that because that was a choice made in MVC to be convention-based. And and so you're not getting much of an advantage, although you could theoretically pick up a CSHTML file and say, boy, I really wish this was a different routing path. Just pick it up and go put it in another folder and you're done. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You can, even in Razor Pages, out of the box, you can define your route patterns exactly you the way you that can. you do with MVC. But let's say you just bought into the file-based stuff. You just buy into sure. it hook, line, and sinker. Then the you don't default even care is to about follow the folder structure. Yeah, yeah, right. So I agree with you, Jess. It's it's hard to figure out who it's, what project it's for, and that's probably why both it and and I think its predecessor get met with a lot of blank stares. Uh, you know, you you start imagining so that what we all imagine is the internal project that that becomes mission critical, and and now you're stuck with this <laughs> tightly coupled, you know. Yeah, project. Code. Leaky abstraction. So let me ask a different question, right? What is the one of the key tenets of core? It runs across platforms. So what if really the, the audience for this is the PHP developer? I think you nailed it. Because this is their I model. That's it. I think you nailed it. It's it's easy. I use. think it is it is definitely a big piece of it. Yeah. I mean PHP <laughs> is easy. It, well, I mean, that's the... That's now, it's page, right? The idea of a personal you page. You both know yeah. how many times that there's been flat denials that this is not meant to oh, be no, a PHP. I, the, the little bit of WordPress development I've done with PHP, I wanted to shoot myself. Oh, but, like, right. Uh, I mean, we get back so to hard. why Why did Microsoft <laughs> invest so much time in this? Why do they think it's a good idea? I, I think even though it's not a product in the classic sense of they're going to be making money off of it, I think they needed a competitor to PHP. I mean, people were picking PHP for ease i mean it, it isn't php the most popular web framework now isn't that i don't know what i'm quoting yes. but i i feel like I, well i, I there think been a number of places sites, it's like wordpress which is php well so. yeah right but no right. php is predominantly the the, the biggest amount of websites run that's on PHP. that's a good yeah are they are is is php the most popular framework or is web wordpress well the, you know uh, let's, the most let's ask you this if if <clears throat> and i hate to say that it's actually the case now if you're old enough to remember classic asp Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit like it. <laughs> and, and people loved classic ASP. Built the page the way you built it static and then put in a little bit of dynamic here, a little bit of dynamic there, a little bit so of code we, here, loop over some elements there, and I got, if, a, I got a website. Right. So if we, had some some, if we had some people from the ASP.net team on right now, they'd be freaking out right now, right? Sure. Like that is the last... <laughs> Like the the PHP thing was bad enough, but now classic ASP, no way, right? So why? I mean, let's 
speaking on their behalf because they're not here to defend well, no, themselves. No, we're not speaking on their behalf, though. I think that's the key point. I think the we're value in this conversation is us asking the question because how – not that it's our job to go forth and evangelize. I, I want to make that very clear. It's that I think the key is is the experts in the in the real world can help by saying, okay, you've built this, and I just don't know what I'm going to use it for. No, 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 no. So I, I, I'm saying I, I'm just joking that you know they're 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 not being defended here, but and not, no, not it's, that it's our job to defend them. Yeah. But in that particular case, I mean, there are plenty of issues with classic ASP, right? I mean, it was very much it was very kind of scripty and top to bottom, much like PHP, right? Where this is more of a class based model. Even if you don't go with the page page uh the, the page model He's and the code behind like right and separate it out even if you do just have everything in the view there's a lot more structure to it and there's a lot more conventions that help you out um by do you know that on get on post and everything that's yeah. it, it it helps you structure your code a lot more a lot better uh you're using c sharp and you're using asp.net core which is just a better framework um and then you also have all the benefits of routing and everything, right? So I, I think that it has, it even though it may feel like that, that's not necessarily a an illegitimate comparison to compare it to classic ASP. I think that it is, and I'm it's, not. It wasn't. It's more I don't mean. I don't mean thing. to be defending Razor Page. Right? I don't think Razor Page. It's is the more structured thing. than classic ASP, right? But it's yes, not little it is, snippets yes. of code. It That's is, a, it that, is far... these, are, these are real completed functions, <laughs> yes, except yes, for the Razor yes. syntax where you could loop. Those you are could. snippets of you code. You could write yeah. classic ASP in Razor Pages. You could do that, but it really doesn't encourage you to do that. So okay. I, 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 think, I think for me, I, I, I basically I agree with you, Chris. I mean, our, I mean, with you, Todd, in regards to who, what is the target scenario? Who is this for? Um, I already said it, right? Our, our site is only effectively two pages and it happened to be an ASP.NET Core site just because I just wanted to use ASP.NET Core and specifically yeah, MVC, our, our right? And so I have a controller, our website the, for the, the podcast is one controller, two actions. And the one action just returns view. Actually, they both go in, and make a database call, but they could just return view. Like they are almost that simple. And regardless of our site, the podcast site, I've made in pretty much every single MVC application I've made, there's a handful of them. A decent percentage of my actions are just a single line return view. Right. And normally I just dump them all in the home controller because why not? Right. And then I give them a route and that's a <laughs> smell right there. You know, like yeah. the home controller yeah, just yeah, becomes yeah. a dumping ground for everything that just needs to return a simple view. I think Could that you is make a the very argument, obvious though, that case. It was just as simple for you to build that site. It, it it wasn't like you said, oh my God, I slaved over the complexity for my simple site. You didn't. You went I simple. Didn't. I, I didn't. Right, right. If so, right. If if the choice of why would I use Razor Pages over MVC specifically, I don't have an answer for that, right? Yeah, so I did yeah. our website so in two me, actions. Let and... me approach it from a different direction because uh, I think you guys know this and I want to try and get it on the record in this in this time is... Would you be comfortable saying, okay, you're a junior dev. Um, <laughs> try Razor Pages because it's simpler. Is that even a statement? Is that or you say, or do you believe no? It's not simpler. 
in what context, in what scenario? Because ultimately, so if we're talking about our podcast website where I am going to be the only maintainer, maybe you guys might edit it at some point, but like at most, the three of us are the the only people that in the world that will yeah. ever touch this thing, and it will never get more complex than the two actions it is. Maybe we'll add another action. Right? Sure, right, right. Uh, it, it, so it's never going to be complex. Yeah, sure, that's an obvious case. But when you're talking about a junior developer, presumably you're talking about now a job role and you're talking about someone on a team in a company and this thing is going to fulfill a business function. It's going to live forever and there's going to have capabilities that are going to be added on to it. And eventually it's going to snowball and become unmaintainable. That's I meant that to be more of a question yeah. than a statement. You're right. But that's, you're my, right. that's my fear, right? Okay. So, all right, so so it's not to say choose Razor Pages because I think it will be more approachable for you than MVC. We we got to imagine the person who doesn't know both. I don't know if this is a mythical person though, because all three of us already know MVC. I but I, I I I question the fundamental argument that MVC is difficult to learn. Right with, Let, with yes, the convention-based approach, you were able to build that site super quick. Probably more... probably yeah, let, let, only after reading the first two chapters of a book on MVC. You yeah, don't have right. to read that much to have built the Static right. Void podcast right. website. Yeah. You don't have to finish right. the book. Right. There are more concepts, so I, I think we're but only at this a couple wrong. more. You know, like yeah. yeah I think. Okay. So think then let me the let me turn the, around the, and go one the, other direction. Okay. Is is I have made the argument that um, there's no gateway drug for for C sharp. I, I I think one of the problems .NET has is uh, imagine you're a young kid. You're anywhere from 14 to 20. And you're just doing stuff that's cool and the, because you think it's fun. And so what are the kind of gateway things out there? Well, you you might learn JavaScript just because, man, that's going to get me on the web. I can do my server side. I can do my client side. Maybe you'll even do some stuff with with um, with uh, with physical hardware in JavaScript. Or, or maybe that's what makes you decide mm -hmm. to do Arduino because that's cool. I'll get to I'll get to I'll get yeah. to control that robot. I, I kind of submit that I'm not sure what the gateway entry is to get people excited about .NET these days other than that, well, I can, I can go get a job. And one of them that I've identified is Unity, the Unity game engine, which, which by default, every Unity tutorial in the world is going to be like, okay, let's, let's start doing some scripting of our game objects, and we're going to use a language called C Sharp. So by some miracle, <laughs> a product that Microsoft didn't build, didn't create, didn't pay for, chose Mono and C Sharp to be the, the um, premier scripting language. So my contention has always been you've got, maybe you've got some young kids killing themselves to learn C Sharp so that they can write Unity games. Is, was there an opportunity for the ASP.NET team to say, We've got something simple for you to build your first web page to. And, and I've been pushing this for a long time. Unfortunately, I don't feel like I've got the design in my head. And I have to admit that I'm not 100% sure this is it. So I think you can achieve it with this. And my argument would be is if it's you're just building a page, right? It's just a simple page. Would you static? Why not just build HTML? Why not use a content engine? Why, why would you use C Sharp for? Because I learned it when I was working on Unity, so I kind of get I kind of get some of this. So it's really you know. Let me inject into yeah. the thing. If I'm going to talk to a database now, I need to go yeah, figure out how to get right. to the database. It's a different, yeah, no, different no, no, API. No, no. Any framework to but, me is not a low. But that would happen. That's, with the, with that's easy that's to get not going. That hard. Unity, <laughs> if Unity used JavaScript, you'd 
you'd have to go learn something anyway. Maybe you'd have to learn mongoose yeah, yeah. or something. I I I I argue argue your argument is not correct. Sure. <laughs> that if your Unity is such a specific problem to main space, oh. the, the minute you want to build okay. a application no. that's more right. than Hello right. World. You're gonna need to I'm hide, just hide saying, I don't know what something. these entry points are for developers anymore. Like, what drive? And this is probably another show. In fact, I know it's another show. Yeah. What drives someone today to join this stack? Because unfortunately, the three of us aren't good examples. You've got decades yeah. of experience. The choice was made for different reasons. The world was different in, you know, <laughs> a couple decades ago. So, yes. um, we're the wrong people to ask that question to. And and I kind of have always pushed the idea of a Razor Pages. Like, I've always encouraged it whenever I've been asked. Yeah, I think you should do something simple. Because I I want, I, I feel like we need a way to say to people, look how easy it is to get started with .NET. You can build a website. It's on the web. Awesome. Aren't you excited now? And I don't, I don't feel like we have that in the .NET space. I don't definitely don't think Razor Pages... Others than the very most simplest thing, I just want to do a quick hello world thing. I think it's just as complicated. It seems to get complicated quickly. What is just as complicated? Razor pages. As as as, as, as learning MVC, like, it's not going to come yeah. naturally to you. Yes, yeah. you, if you yeah. use the templating, you build some HTML and a little bit of dynamic templating with Razor in there, sure. But the moment yeah. you want to do anything a little bit more, like read from a database. Yep. You're exactly. not that far exactly. away from you're not that far away from just of learning MVC anyway. Yep. By the time you've learned about those binding properties and you've learned about the convention of on get on post and all of that stuff, you've learned how to inject your your service or even just in use use the import the namespaces that you need to make your direct SQL call if that's what you want to do. Forget about a repository, anything like that. Right, yeah. even if you're just making straight SQL calls right from your view, which it pains me to even say that, you know. <laughs> well, it looks like, like you got to learn. You got to learn EF Core, right? Because you're going to build an application, a DB context of something. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep it simple, right? Because you can, you can. And this this is, is in the the, the the intro to Razor Pages. Doc. They're already <laughs> dropping in the EF Core. Yeah, right, right. So, but I'm not even going there, right? You can. Make a SQL command and execute a SQL command against the database directly from your view, <laughs> which now we're definitely getting into classic ASP territory there. Yes. But so, but in, in regards to concept count, we already had to learn about binding properties. We had to learn about this convention for the methods. We had to learn about the .NET APIs for reading of a database, which is all stuff we can copy and paste, sure. But it's all stuff that we need to know about and learn about and find, right? Let me guess what else you need and to learn about. Async. <laughs> you don't need to. No, you don't need to. Yeah. You don't need it's to. right here. You don't Every need to, one of you their examples they use it. You don't and it's need probably to. the right yes. thing to do. You don't need to, though. You, okay, first you're of all, right. you don't you're have right. to return a task. Okay. And second of all, async is now as simple as the async and await keywords, right? There's no... <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> New devs don't have to learn debate. about That's async. That's another show, right? Is Async await, yes. not as simple as it seems, right? <laughs> <sighs> or how do you use kill, kill scalability real quick? Use it too yeah. often. So, but yeah, I mean, in terms of concept count, we can compare it to some other stuff, some other non-Microsoft stuff. So there's PHP, really easy to get into. If you want to go ahead and make a database call directly from your PHP page, go for it. It's just like ASP Classic, right? The, the, the classic ASP. Yeah, you just need to find the right gem or whatever uh, exactly. the hell they call their things. But then, so <laughs> Node, compare it to Node, the other really popular one, right? The, I, I have spent 
dozens of hours, hundreds yeah, of sure. hours learning how to do things in Node, yeah, like right. simple things, yes. return a I static agree. HTML page, you know? So like when we're comparing it to stuff- The learning curve's to, high. It's, it's not yeah, straightforward. It, well, but yeah, right. When we're comparing it to stuff that the cool kids are using and learning today, these new devs, these newbies, right? Using JavaScript and all that fancy stuff, like the, the concept count there is not low either. Yeah, and frankly- high. I would say taking taking aside C sharp, I would say the concept count of the MVC library and getting started in in, in ASP.NET MVC, it's probably lower than Node, especially with all the templates and everything that Microsoft provides. Right. So if you learn some yeah. basic C sharp syntax, right? Microsoft gives you X way to do yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Here you can get out of the box. You get everything yeah. into a database. Microsoft, back between yeah, Microsoft true. Docs, their their great templates and Visual Studio, which is the best IDE ever, then you learn a little bit of C Sharp and you are good to go when you're comparing it to things like Node, right? And and then so you're building on top of a cross platform uh, cross platform library, right? ASP.NET Core. And there you go. So now if, if I need to run my applications on Linux and that's why I'm going to Node, well, now I can run my ASP.NET Core apps on Linux too. And the concept counts low and I get access to C Sharp, which is the best language ever. I can do it in Visual Studio Code. I can use it in Visual Studio Mac. I, I don't want to sound like a marketing. I'm just saying this Time, was the no, ecosystem Tim, before Razor you know, Pages. You're saying, you're saying, here's what you're saying. You're saying we have MVC. So get off my lawn and don't invent any new frameworks. No, I'm teasing you. Um, but that maybe there's no additional value that's making you want to switch over. Like, you know, Nancy's pretty popular among the cool kids. And the reason why is they say ceremony. Lots of ceremony yeah. goes away. And if yeah. this particular, if there was a way to design this so there was a lot less ceremony, then maybe, because like you said, you see a lot of the idioms here. If model state, dot is valid. Well, yeah, I'm doing that in MVC already. So if right. there was some way, and I'm not pretending that I, I'm literally what I'm asking you for is mag. What I'm asking for is magical. I, I get it. Yeah, I totally yeah. get it. But <laughs> it's called WordPress. But it's, it's the idea <laughs> it's that you invented. stay in C sharp. It's awful, but yeah. it's and you reduce your work. You reduce the ceremony. You reduce. You know, I'm not even sure I want to see async task in there because now that's a concept. What the yep. heck is this? What is this? I don't know. Uh, if I'm totally brand new to this space, um, I, so uh, despite the the negativity that vibe that you might get listening to the show, I'm I'm rooting for something. I I have for a long time been rooting for something that just reduces ceremony, and you just you just get to work. And maybe there's a reason why that didn't end up surviving. Right? I have I have noticed. And and been frustrated by on principle the fact that I have to put all of this crap in just to return a view, right? I have to create a controller and I have to create an action and that action has one line that says return view and then I have to go and create my razor page yeah. in MVC. This annoys the hell out of me. But the all, the crux here, and I'm, I'm calling back to what I said earlier. This is nothing new, but I just this this, this is the bottom line for me: maintainability. Right. So when we are talking about building applications, not our stupid podcast site, not that our podcast site is stupid, it's great, but our this the the, the logic in it is simple and stupid logic, right? Yes. Versus I'm talking, you know, real world applications that we're doing at work yeah. and we're gonna be maintaining for a while. I have to worry about maintaining them. 
This approach encourages me to put stuff in the view. It's in the name of the framework, Razor Pages, right? Razor is a view syntax. And so it encourages you to put stuff in the view. Even if the response is, well, just create a, a class and put it in the code behind. Yes, that's, that's fine. That's a legitimate answer. But that's not what the framework encourages you to do. This quote, simplicity encourages you to put mm. logic in the view. And so that's what people is, are going to do. So to you, you guys made the point earlier compared to MVC, right? You guys made the, the point earlier that, yes, you could put a lot of crap in the controller as well. But it encourages you out of the box by default to do separation of concerns, to, to maintain that separation of concerns. Just put your view logic in the view or, and you know, clean, keep your markup simple in the view, keep your logic in the controller. And then, then you get into the debate of, well, what's, what's logic in the controller, how much logic and blah, 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 blah. But that's yeah. a good, that's a good place. That's a better place. If I have logic in my controller versus logic in a page somewhere, that so is a should, better place yeah. and it encourages it. So it leads me in that direction. And that should is, the, the, so let me ask should the default, let me counter your, yeah, your go ahead. point here. If the, this model, always for you to create a separate class called page model. Then you'd have that same point. You'd have that same thing, a separate thing that you could do whatever you want into it. That's separate than the How is and that, you can, that's not and you no can even inject services. Controller. You can inject services into it, right? You can you can add yeah, transient services using using the ASP.NET Core configure services function. That's right, isn't it? And then those would be injected into into your page model constructor the same exact way, wouldn't they? I mean, I think that's all true. So, but that's would not you, what would this we is be argument was Would we that... be happier if the if the <laughs> example that they gave for Razor Pages went with the page model approach, injecting services in instead of saying, "Yeah, just throw all the logic into your page model." They were like, "No, no, no, decouple the... that into interfaces, interface based services." And inject that's those. not what they're doing. The, that is not. No, what I know that's doing not now, what they're right? doing like, in the example, but you can do this with Razor Pages, right? You, you can. You can. So you would can. you be There's happier? There's a lot of stuff that you can would do. Would you be happier if the example went that way, and then at the bottom said, "You know, haven't eaten for a while. You want a Snickers? Here's the way to mush it all together." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would be happy, but that's not the selling point of the framework. The selling point of the framework is simplicity, and you don't need that code behind file. Well, what if yeah, the yeah. selling point well, again, of it is page-based, page-based, um, well, page controller versus model view controller? What if that's the selling point? Part- then it's kind of redundant because you you already have it today. They didn't need to invent a new right. framework for that. So here here's a different question, and this is something, and Jess, you may know this or not. So in a standard CHTML page, right, I can change the code in that page to a point without recompiling my my DLL. So if I have at functions, can I start making modifications and will I just get just in time yes. compilation? You, so yes, you have pre-compilation. So you have the ability or the option at compile time to compile everything into an assembly and ship just the assembly and not the views. So your views don't ever go to the server. But uh, the, the default okay. behavior is to ship the views on the server and if you go and change that then they're just text and they are just in time compiled they're, j- they're yeah, jitted j- yeah. yeah and so when you hit them for the first time they get compiled into that and so if you change them then they get compiled on the next hit yeah so again it's it, it's kind of mixing uh 
pros and cons here. That is to me is the only advantage you get. I consider case. that an, an awful if I had thing some to simple do. Logic, again, but I'm again. This is where content sites come in, right? A content site, the idea of like WordPress again. I may create a new page and I need to upload it into the WordPress database. This kind of model fits better into that scenario than having a class I have to compile now to deploy a DLL. I guess. So again, it comes well, down to this. Case. In the show notes, we can add uh, some blog posts that we found. People are making making pitches. At the same time, people, I, I've got some blog posts here that, um, you know, they make the pitch totally and then they it. come to the end and they say, yeah, I'm still not sure what the use case is. So, you know, there's a, there's confusion, I think, in the community for what is the clear-cut use case. You tried to get it out of us today, Jess, and we sat silent for how long? A um, couple videos, you know, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, that's that's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of I don't know coming on, going on, right? What's, what's the clear-cut use case where you say, yes, I'm choosing Razor Pages? And, and I don't know if the answer is just, well, use what makes you happy. Is that the answer? Is that a good answer? I don't know. What makes you happy answer, until right? you've dug yourself into a hole and now you can't maintain <laughs> it anymore? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the problem. Is The other problem is if Microsoft is pushing us so much, people are going to start using it thinking, oh, this is the right way to do it without necessarily understanding the pros and cons. Are they pushing it? I've seen one video at Build and, and the... It's the and new the audience thing, right? response I mean, that's... was lukewarm. Look, ASP.NET web pages was the new thing, and nobody even knew it existed. True. I'm not. I'm not sure. True, true, true. There's there's a bunch of mindshare penetration going on, unless unless. No, I I doubt most people will look at this and go, uh, "I'll just create a controller and be done with I'm it." I'm wondering how many people have ever even heard of it because it it would take it would take the 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 MVPs, the bloggers, the speakers to start showing up at code camps and conferences saying, okay, well, let's look at my project. And people will be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Oh, this is Razor Pages. And if that's not <laughs> happening, then people aren't going to know about yeah. it. Despite, I think, despite... I think the more realistic is they go and they make that presentation and everybody goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a build, there was a build right? I, there talk was a build this? talk that so... took about 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes. And and uh, and and we'll make sure we link it. It's the intro to .NET Core two talk with uh, Scott Hanselman and Daniel Roth, and they did pretty thoroughly go through it. It was recently discussed in ASP.NET Community Standup. It's been getting traction if you're super super duper plugged in, but how many mm-hmm. developers aren't, and they're never going to even know it exists. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the problem is. People who pretend potentially could be trying to would want to use this. They're not watching they're not this on the stuff. cutting edge, right? <laughs> this is this is this is pre-release software. It's not even released yeah. yet. So the, the people that watch the ASP.NET community stand up are the people that write this should die in a fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not the audience that's gonna turn around and extol its virtues to, you know, Scott Hanselman's Dark Matter developers. And they're never gonna know they don't know it exists. So and keep in mind, we've already talked about this a little bit. This is kind of like the third or fourth time yeah. they've kind of tried this. There, <laughs> so the fact that they keep trying to reinvent that wheel, there would there would have to be a file new project razor pages template. There would have to be to get people to go, what is that? And they might immediately right. go up to the little smiley and right. click it and say, right. this should die in a fire, right? They might right. do that. But unless they right. do that, unless there is a file new project razor pages 
Yep. The common thread amongst all .NET, .NET so, developers, including the dark matter developers, is our, our project templates. <laughs> right. So yes. That's how you evangelize. Yeah. Project <laughs> templates. 2017 Preview 2, there is something called Web Application well, Razor Pages. On your ASP4. Let's go install it right now. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> I'm going by the blog post. We can so I think we've post. discussed. It is th- there was more than anyone would have thought there was to say about Razor Pages, but boy, we said so, something. Uh, we said something about it. <laughs> let me let me put you on the spot. I, I keep going on about maintainability. I'm going to put you on the spot. Both of you on the spot. Is our Razor Pages inherently maintainable, unmaintainable, or depends? I, I would say they're a very very slippery soap. That is. V- because it's a slippery soap, most people are going to fall into making mistakes with them. Yeah, I don't think I want to go over a five-page site. Maybe even four. I think that's. So a... I wouldn't expect to see it at work. That's the thing, right? So that's interesting. You just you just gauged complexity by the number of pages in a site. Well, it's a page-based framework, right? See, I it's home yeah. use cases about yeah, yeah, yeah. contact and then meet page. Whatever I'm really doing here, maybe yeah. it's cataloging my movies or something. <laughs> this is what I'm really doing, or yeah. it's my blog. Yeah. So home about contact again. Blog. I, I, yeah, but again, that's a content site to me. Content sites, right? If it's Embraco or or Orchard, this model seems like it fits content much meaning meaning than read only, not not. Read well, only. I mean, you have some. I mean, e-commerce can even fit into two things. Things that you normally would use WordPress for, right? Your 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 very much 95% of the internet, right? Your 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 local sports team's website, the news website, things where people are creating content and uploading the content, but the majority of people consuming it is just reading it. So it's like 80-20, 80% reading sure. it. All right. Do we got anything else? But again, that's where PHP and stuff fits into it, so it gets back to the point. This is about the PHP developer. Can they get that those that one percent of the PHP group to use ASPEC yeah. for? <laughs> that to me is the the audience. Period. All right. Anything else? You guys got anything? Anything else we left out? <laughs> well, let's see it evolve a little bit when they get a little more documentation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's Which only a couple simple. pages, right? And that that right. that page. That's the point. By the end of they that page, go you're using entity framework. <laughs> By the end of the page, you're using async await and entity framework, and you're returning <laughs> tasks. I mean, right. it goes from level 100.net to 300 in in a couple of wheel scrolls, right? Yeah, they're, they're doing things that most of the .net developers even, yeah, aren't doing they're like, yet. What, what's this async stuff for? What does it do? <laughs> entity framework? Where does this you still use ADL? <laughs> yeah. All right, I think on that. <laughs> on that. Yes. And, We've reached the and end. you listener, what do you think about this Razor Pages approach? At least, you know, our completely biased view that we presented in this podcast. Uh, we'd love to know. Please leave a comment on the website, staticvoidpodcast.com, or send an email to comments at staticvoidpodcast.com. And as always, if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, please feel free to let us know through those same channels. Uh, or correct Chris, us. Ta- yeah, right. Or or just tell Please us we're correct completely us. wrong. Let's... Please, I I yeah. want to be wrong about <laughs> I do razor too. pages. Let me I've, put that out there. I've been pleading for the last half hour how wrong I want to be and how much <laughs> I want. It, I want an introductory 
gateway drug for .NET that right. people, I can make web pages so easily. .NET is the way to go. Please leave a comment on the website. Tell us why we're wrong. <laughs> challenge everything that we say, and that would be amazing. And then we'd love to bring you on the show, and you can talk about it. That's not yes, a threat. You, you, can, you can make yes. the counter-argument. All right. Chris, Todd, yes. Ooh, yes, thanks for the chat. Yes. Yep. See and thank you, listener, for spending the time with us. We hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Static Void Podcast. <laughs>